0: ready to become the person who steps into more, and ready to become the best version of themselves. In the I'm Ready interview series, join me for inspiring conversations with people who figured out who they needed to be in order to achieve their dreams, and were brave enough to be that person. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so excited to have you joining me for this episode of Ready Yet. The podcast where we're talking to people about who they had to become in order to achieve the things that they've achieved, so that hopefully you'll get some inspiration, some motivation, and some tangible tips on how you can do that for yourself. I am really, really, really excited for Diana to join me here today. We have um, we kind of almost had one of those blind date meetings because we were part of a mastermind. We I knew the name and we joined the same mastermind, but we were At the restaurant where the mastermind was being held, where you're looking across a restaurant going, is that the person I know on Facebook from the group? Is that not? So I think we messaged each other at the same time and look up and then you feel like total dorks. Um, And we realized, yes, it's her. So you were the first person I met in that mastermind. And you do something that is kind of like magic to me. Um, I've said this before. I'm not saying that I don't have creativity. I'm not saying that I don't have talent. But artists to me are like magic because I don't have any of those type of skills. So when I see your creations, it just blows me away because I, again, I have no frame of reference for how you even do that. So I'm really excited to have you joining me because it's a different type of story than the real strict businessy people that I'm used to talking to. So why don't you do a more official job of introducing yourself to everybody?
1: Well, it's funny because part of what I was going to talk about is that there are actually a lot of similarities, um, believe it or not, between um, creativity in regular life and what I do as a professional artist. So I am um, a professional landscape artist. And I focus on pieces that are moments in time that are especially important now when we're kind of traveling in isolation um, and are really valuing those memories that we have had of some places that were very dear to us. I am also a relatively new fashion designer, and we can touch on that a little bit. Um, I am a published author and um, an award-winning educator. I have a teaching studio for adults and kids in Boston, Massachusetts.
0: Nice, nice. Yes. I mean, seriously, so much. So I'm just going to start asking questions. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <your question> there <laughs> I have all sorts of questions. Yeah. Because what I don't know, like I know how I got to where I am with Conquer Your Business and being a business coach. And I understand that I had a series of experiences that taught me the knowledge that I now help my clients with and, and how that happened. But I don't even remotely understand the drive and the passion in becoming a professional artist, like that version of it. So, is this something you always knew you wanted to do?
1: I started, and and it's funny because, of course, every artist begins this way. Um, I started sketching at the age of five, but then all kids do. <laughs> um, <me>. So that's <laughs> maybe,
0: but you wouldn't want to see them.
1: <laughs> um, you'd think so, but I think I strongly believe that it's something that is terribly wrong with our education system, that kids actually stop doing that past a certain point. But that's another topic altogether. <laughs> um, but I, I, I started young, but then I always wanted to be a fashion designer.
0: Okay.
1: And I grew up um, in Russia in one of the former republics and my family moved to New Jersey when I was 13, a very tricky age, and, um, and it was a very hard transition for me. And my mom always knew that I wanted to be a fashion designer and wanted to be creative. So she reached out to an artist to start getting my portfolio ready. And he said, well, in order to be a fashion designer, she really needs to learn how to do everything. She needs to learn how to do portraits and still lifes and landscapes. And I started taking these classes that were in this dilapidated um, factory building in Newark with half broken windows and gates that weren't really opening and um, really, really odd. But it was such a calming experience that I really fell in love with the process and then when time came to actually apply to fashion schools I went in for my portfolio review and they said well lady you don't even know how to sew we we don't know what you're doing here.
0: So interesting the first advice you got led you down a path that almost well basically resulted in the what you thought was the path to what you really wanted just being blocked.
1: Right. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. And all the art schools welcomed me with open arms, gave me scholarships. And I just said, well, hey, I guess that's what I'm doing. Um, And I completely forgot about the fashion world for a good 20 years. Um, I I was
0: there the moment I was there to witness the moment. So we're gonna, you know, let's switch the gear because I, I see that path now. The artist, you know, so you had stifled this dream, this thought, because you were told no by the people who knew, right? The people who knew how to do it told, you no. and yet here we were at a mastermind in Santa Fe, and this kind of just speaks to the point, surround yourself with people who support you and say, yes, let's figure out how, not no, that's not the way it's been done.
1: Exactly. And it was so fast. Um, it's it's funny because the way the mastermind started, I had no idea that we would have these spotlight sessions. Right. And I had no idea what I would talk about during the spotlight session because I already am an artist who is selling her work. So that would be one area, one business. Um, then I had a running art school. So that could be something else that I talked about. And then I went on to the podium. And the first thing that hit me was... You know, for the last year in the shower, I've been having these visions of creative outfits that a woman would wear on, you know, art fairs or exhibits or in any sort of creative industry. And I started talking about it, and all the 20 some women in that room just said, You have to do this. You have to actually make it happen. Um, And I thought, I guess, I guess I could try it. I guess it's just another creative avenue that fits perfectly with who I am and what I have been doing up until this point. And there is um, a pretty interesting way that I could tie the two together, the painting practice and the fashion line. Um, and since I still did not know how to sew <laughs> um, 20 years later, I contacted... Um, a woman in Argentina who did my technical designs for me. And then because quarantine had started since we're filming in the middle of Corona, Um, all these tailors were wide open and had no work coming into them. So it was actually perfect timing to reach out to somebody local as opposed to sending things overseas and then waiting and then getting something that's not done right and having to send it back. So I was in very close contact with local um, seamstresses that that created the sample
0: line. And that's a really good point. That's a, you know, I just want to focus in on that because my business has really, really grown in the last six months, I can honestly say that every one of my clients is making more money than they were in March. And it's not to diminish the absolute horrific things that have happened to so many people right? with, you know, and and I don't want to diminish that at all, but there always is a way to look at how, what can I do? Instead of what can't I do? And in a way you might not be as far along with your fashion line or it could have cost more. If it was a different set of circumstances.
1: Exactly. So things um, definitely work out. And it's funny because just last night, uh, once again, through the mastermind and through just things that life throws at you, I got hooked up with a very amazing image consultant and stylist out of Melbourne, Australia with a really, really unique style. And she said, this was a blessing, because nobody wants things made in Asia anymore. There's a huge backlash against, right. um, you know, mass production and thing, and people are really serious about um kind of vegan clothing, mm-hmm. and things that are designed and manufactured in US. And they will pay a premium price for things that are made to order. And they're made right here. And they will wait six to eight weeks just to know that it wasn't done in, you know, God knows where by God exactly. knows who. Right. Um, so it's it's pretty interesting if you really go at it from the point of view of um, the universe is for me. So what is it trying to do and what is it trying to tell me with everything that is going on around me and how can I use this to pin it into my advantage?
0: So one thing that the listeners don't know is that you and I get together regularly through the mastermind and even just on our own to work through these questions. Right. And we both have a tendency to overthink things. Yeah. And you probably worry more than I do. I call myself a optimistic realist. I'm pretty set in reality, but I'm also for whatever reason, pretty convinced everything's going to work out. Um, So you worry more than I do. That being said, you haven't stopped. You haven't stopped. And I think that's an important thing for people to understand that You have to address the worry. You have to address the fear. You have to address the concerns, but you can choose to let them stop you, or you can choose to address them and keep moving on. Yeah.
1: And I think a lot of it is about thinking about the image that you want the world to have of you. And who you want to become, as opposed to playing the victim game and thinking about, oh my goodness, this has happened to me, and this has happened to me, and this has happened to me, and it's not going according to plan. Well, maybe the plan just needs to change a little bit. And I thinking back even a few months ago i would have never had the guts to approach this woman i mean she is this huge influencer um out of australia and um and the only reason that happened i think this connection happened is because we're now living in zoom era and of course i can call australia why not i just have to figure out the time zones right? right and um And and I'm meeting with another um, really popular stylist and image consultant tomorrow, who is New York LA. Um, And once again, if I wasn't in a position where I just have to figure things out, I wouldn't have the guts to call her up either. And, And all of my former gallery clients, if I wasn't thinking that, okay, now all of my income really has to come from my art sales and, and this development of the new fashion line, I I, I wouldn't have approached them. It just would not have happened if it wasn't just. Well, part of I the plan. Think,
0: I also think you've done the work to get yourself there. And one of the things I, I tell people is set yourself up for success. Don't set yourself up for failure. So you didn't, start your efforts by calling the highest level stylist in Australia, you've been doing all sorts of outreach for the last six months that have step-by-step. Step, and I think that's one of the mistakes people make is they see the ultimate goal and they think they either have to go for it or get nothing. When there's ways to work your way up very quickly. Yeah.
1: To work up the ladder,
0: yeah. Mm -hmm. To work up the ladder, not like an external ladder of what's allowed to happen, but the internal ladder of what you're willing to do. Mm -hmm. And But also, yeah,
1: that and at the same time, I, I think what you and I talked about is it being very important to have your goals in front of you at all times so that every time you go into the doubt, worry, and fear you can then revert back to, well, this is my why, this is why I'm doing this. And this is why I have to keep doing this because it just, otherwise it just doesn't align with um, the legacy that I'm leaving in this world and what I'm trying to achieve with my life and the way I want to live my life. Um, And, and a lot of times it does take those scary steps. I've been reaching out to big corporations and, um, for, for corporate sponsorships and and things like that. Something that I would have never done even two months ago.
0: Yeah. Um. But that just shows you how the energy of going for what you want and what I love, you know, one of the exercises I do with my clients is I ask them, what did you want when you were 10 years old? Because I think that's like this magical age where you're young enough to still have the big dreams. Mm -hmm but old enough to like not be, I want to be a unicorn. You know, you have some realistic experience now. You know that you're not going to be Superman, but maybe you can be X, Y, Z. And so many people lose that. They just completely lose touch with it. And I often talk to my clients about using that exercise to figure out what motivates you. But you're one of the few people I know who not only uses it to motivate you, but you went back and did it. You went back and did the thing you wanted to do when you were 13 years old. And I think people forget to give themselves credit.
1: For doing that. Yeah.
0: For making the big, the big steps and the big leaps. Well,
1: and, and I think it's exceptionally hard once you're set in your ways and, once you've compromised so much and you've lived your life to certain standards and to certain degrees. But I think that's another thing that we can be thankful to this pandemic for is that it forces us to look inward
0: mm-hmm.
1: profoundly and deeply and analyze and strategize and, and really, think of what, what, who do I want to be when this is over? Do I want to be thinking, Oh my God, I just wasted six months of my life or a year of my life. Um, or did I do something that I was actually proud of? Did I inspire someone? Did I affect someone with what I was doing? Nice. Um, And,
0: and the lesson in that, and you said it earlier is again, choosing not to be victimy that this is happening to me, but being analytical and being, take, you know, all about figuring it out and taking the action instead of just sitting there mired in the downside of it all. And I
1: think some of it, as well, has to do with asking for help. Oh gosh, um, which I would have never done before because I'm one of those people. You know, I I can handle this. I'll, you know, I'll be able to figure this out. Um, but I, I, you know, I think part of growing is accepting the fact that there are all these people out there and I have definitely gotten this through the mastermind too that have incredible insights and incredible things to contribute and there is absolutely nothing wrong in terms of asking for help when you're stuck and and I do I mean I we were just talking about how this is a complete roller coaster of emotions because I had to sacrifice my school in a way. Right. Um, and it is something that I wanted to kind of think about from a larger level. I wanted to hire new teachers. I wanted it to be a project where I'm not involved in the day to day. But the pandemic sort of took care of it for me. And right. um, it's one of those be careful what you wish for kind of things. But, um. <laughs> But then I, uh, every time I would get stuck, I would think, well, who could I reach out to for help for some sort of insights? And um, this woman last night, I mean, I have a whole list of things that she suggested I do in terms of moving forward, right at a point where I was thinking, well, I've tried this and I've tried that and I've tried this and, um, and it's not working. And it just gets me out of that. It's not working mantra as soon as I ask somebody first. Well, and I
0: yeah, and I think not right, because you took the action, and then also what I love is you know, when you think about the habits you have to have in order to be successful, I just love the idea of creating a habit that has you asking for looking for the person who can help you. Yeah. Whenever you feel stuck. Who isn't that the Mr. Rogers quote? Look for the helpers. Yeah. But this is like taking it to a whole different level. Look for the helpers, not in the trauma, but personally. So I absolutely love, I mean, I can't even think about what we could end on besides that type of advice of look for the helpers. I'm a big, big And also in
1: terms of, and, and you and I touched on this too, um, talking about sales and um, asking, kind of being very salesy in terms of your approach, as opposed to, asking people for advice. Yeah, There's such an interesting switch that happens when I reached out to some of my old gallery clients and said, look, I really need your help. I I need your advice on how to move forward um, with a charity event I was organizing with kind of moving forward with potential clients. And whereas before when I would simply notify them of a new show or of a new... um, commission that I was coming out with, I would have no answers whatsoever. As soon as I made that switch and said, I need your help. I need your advice. They were more than happy to contribute, only, to feel
0: useful. Right. And also it doesn't mean you do a bait and switch on them and turn it into a sales conversation. It's that open-mindedness that comes with that outreach of yeah. who knows where this could lead. So I just have to randomly point out for those watching the video, because I know you are wearing one of your creations. That's one of the combinations because because, yes, I love that shirt. I love that blouse because not only is the design of the garment yours, but the pattern is right from one of your paintings. So if somebody wants to take a look at this amazing, amazing collection, and get in touch with you, whether it's for your fashion line or your commission work for capturing those amazing moments. I've seen so much of it. It's just magnificent. And again, I look at it and think it's magic. I, it's beyond magic to me. So how, what's the best way for our folks? We will put this in the show notes so we can have it written down for them too. But uh, real quick, what's the best way for people to get a hold of you? So I think the easiest,
1: um, would be to just go on my website, which is my name, www.dianna with one N, And it outlines all of my different initiatives. So if they want to learn about the fashion line, they could go under initiatives and, um, get to that, um, the school, the books, um, and the commissions that I'm working on, the recent works, it's it's all there. Um, so, yeah, would love to chat with anyone. I um, love helping people figure things out in their homes and rearranging things before they start adding on. So definitely would love any conversations.
0: So thank you so so much for joining me today thank you for it's having been me fun having a different type of conversation with you. I'm sure people will be inspired and motivated and I can't even imagine that they won't want to see your amazing things. There's this, I'm just going to let everyone know there's this jacket. It has this mint green trim on it (laughs) that we're all dying over. (laughs) So check it out. And again, thank you so, so much for joining me. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for joining me on the Ready Yet Podcast. I get so motivated by the amazing accomplishments of the remarkable people I meet, and I'm excited to be able to share some of their stories with you. You can find more episodes of Ready Yet at your favorite source for podcasts or at conqueryourbusiness.com. And if you've already decided that you are ready to become the person you need to be to achieve your big goals, feel free to reach out to find out how I can support you in your efforts or check out the Work With Aaron page on the Conquer Your Business website. I also invite you to share this podcast with anyone you know who loves to learn and be inspired. And if you're so inclined, I'd be absolutely grateful for any reviews you'd like to share as well. Thanks again for joining me. This has been Aaron Marcus, hopefully inspiring and helping you to go conquer your big dreams.